Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Jocker's Functional Nutrition Podcast, the show designed to give you science-based solutions to improve your health and life. I'm Dr. David Jockers, doctor of natural medicine, chiropractor, and functional nutrition practitioner, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm here to tell you that your body was created to heal itself, and on this show, we focus on strategies you can apply today to heal and function at your best. I'm excited about today's podcast, but before we jump in, I wanted to remind you to download this month's special gift at drjockersgift.com. From keto meal plans, smoothie recipes, to fasting quick start guides, we have a new complimentary gift every single month. To get your gift, simply visit drjockersgift.com. That's D-R-J-O-C-K-E-R-S-G-I-F-T.com. Thanks for spending time with me, and let's go into the show. Did you know that as you age, your natural production of collagen declines? This results in fine lines and wrinkles, joint pain, dark circles under your eyes, and more. You see, collagen is like the glue that holds your body together. And luckily, there's an easy way to feed your body additional collagen. It's bone broth. Studies show consuming bone broth protein can boost metabolism, support gut health and digestion, reduce cellulite formation, can help grow healthy skin and nails, support joints, and more. But if you've ever made bone broth, you know it's time consuming. And who really has the time to simmer bones for 48 hours? That's why I like to use bone broth protein powder. Simply mix a scoop with hot water, add to a smoothie or even a baked dish, and reap all the benefits of collagen-rich protein in just 30 seconds a day. While most companies use the hides or the skin of the animal, which are less nutrient-dense than the bones, I always prefer using bones, and that's why I love Paleo Valley bone broth protein because they use 100% grass-fed beef bones from cows that are never fed GMO grains or any grains for that matter. They even test for over 40 pesticides to ensure this is the purest bone broth protein on the market. These bones are slow simmered to extract as much collagen protein as possible. They don't use any chemicals or solvents, just good old-fashioned bone broth that's then gently powdered. Now, when we think about bone broth, again, we think about the protein collagen, and there's several key amino acids in there, including glycine, proline, and hydroxyproline, and those help to, to reduce the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles and help reduce cellulite. They're also critical for anti-aging as they help regenerate bones and help muscle and support heart health. Studies have shown eating bone broth soup on a regular basis can increase fullness, reduce your calorie intake, and lead to weight loss over time. And the amino acid glycine is really important for good sleep. In fact, a three-gram dose of glycine improves sleep by lowering body temperature and boosting serotonin levels, which is a key precursor to melatonin. And it does that without causing daytime drowsiness. Each serving of 100% grass-fed beef bone broth protein contains 15 grams of collagen protein and 3.4 grams of glycine, so you get that critical amount. So to get the Paleo Valley bone broth protein, just go to paleovalley.com 
forward slash DR Jockers and use the coupon code Jockers to save 15% off your order today. You guys are going to love this. So try it out today. Again, go to paleovalley.com forward slash DR Jockers. Use the coupon code Jockers at checkout to save 15% off your order. This podcast is an audio recording of one of my most popular YouTube videos on the top 15 herbs to support liver and gallbladder health. Really good bile flow and good liver function is so critical, not only for digestion, for, for detoxification, for a whole number of different factors. And so many people have sluggish and clogged bile ducts in their liver and in their gallbladder. Many people have had their gallbladder removed. And if you've had your gallbladder removed, you really need to support your liver with these herbs that I'm gonna talk about in this podcast. You guys are gonna get so much value out of this. I'm gonna show you how to optimize your liver health. And so if you have not subscribed to our channel, please do that now. That way you get notified whenever I put up a new podcast so you never miss one of these important trainings. And if you have not left us a five-star review, I would be so honored if you took a moment, found our channel on Apple iTunes, scrolled all the way to the bottom, and left us a five-star review. When you do that, that helps us reach more people and impact more lives with the truth about health and healing. So thanks so much for doing that. Thank you for being a part of our community, and let's go into the show. Hey guys, I got a great presentation for you today on the top 15 herbs to support liver and gallbladder health with a special emphasis on bile flow. And this is a very important topic because the liver is perhaps the most important organ in our entire body helps activate thyroid hormones. So, so the inactive T4 converts into active T3 in our thyroid, right? It's really big for that. It helps remove pathogens like bad bacteria from our system. It also is very, very important for taking toxins, putting them into a water-soluble form to help remove from our body, right? It's helps to deactivate toxins, helps create cholesterol for hormone production and tissue healing. Extremely important for bile production, actually produces the bile, um, which is then stored in our gallbladder, right? And that's key for detoxification, phase three of the liver detoxification system, as well as absorbing fat-soluble nutrients, being able to break down fats, blood sugar metabolism, just so much. And the liver also produces all the proteins needed in the body, things like albumin. It also helps store sugar, glycogen for fuel sources. It helps produce ketones in our body. So we have you know, the, the, the fuel that our body needs to be able to run properly. So liver is so critical. And these herbs that I'm going to talk about are very important for good liver function. So when we look at the liver detoxification system, we've got toxins coming in our system that are fat-soluble. And what we need to do is convert them into water-soluble products that we can then remove from our body. So step one, or phase one, is led by an enzyme called cytochrome P450, okay? And that is where we take these fat-soluble toxins and turn them into a chemical form. So very dependent upon certain B vitamins, folate, glutathione, different antioxidants, uh, zinc, things like that that are needed for this stage. And now the toxin is in a chemical form, which actually is more hazardous to our body. So we've converted it. We've taken the first step in converting it, but we need to go now into step two in order to turn it into a water-soluble form that we can then bind and eliminate. 
So step two is led by four different pathways. We've got methylation. Methylation is very much dependent upon B vitamins, like vitamin B12, folate, vitamin B6, B2, different methyl groups. Uh, we also need acetylation. Acetylation is very, very critical. Glutathione is a critical player in that, and acetyl groups are key with that. Um, and then we also need sulfuration. And so we need sulfur compounds, which glutathione is a part of that as well. Um, and that's very important in step two. And then the last uh, part of step two is glucuronidation. Glucuronidation also very, very important. We need glycine in order to do that. So certain amino acids, very, very important part of this process. Amino acids are an important part of sulfation as well. Cysteine, methionine, all very important parts of these. Um, and then we have converted it now into a water-soluble form, and now we want to take it out of the system. And so, of course, water, good hydration, will help flush it through things like the kidneys and through our sweat. If we're sweating, if we're using a sauna or whatever, um, we can also breathe and, and uh, respire out a lot of these toxins. And then we need good bioflow. Good bioflow is critical for step three and helping remove toxins out through our bowels. And so four major functions of bile helps with fatty acid metabolism, helps emulsify fats, kind of like soap emulsifies grease. So it helps break them down so we can absorb them uh, and utilize them as fuel. We also It also is very important for fat-soluble nutrient absorption. So vitamin A, vitamin E, vitamin D, vitamin K, very important for that. Also helps kill off bad microbes. So when we have good bile flow in our small intestine, it helps sterilize bad bacteria that could build up in our small intestine. In fact, you know conditions like SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, are very much characterized by poor bile flow, which allows them to propagate and, um, and be able to live in the small intestinal environment. Normally, they shouldn't be able to live very well in the small intestine when there's good bile flow, but when there's poor bile flow, they're not, they're, they're not killed off. And so now they're able to pop, propagate and they ferment foods and cause gas and bloating and nutrient, uh, poor nutrient absorption, toxin release, leaky gut, inflammation in the gut. So all kinds of different problems. Now, bile is also important for blood sugar metabolism. So it actually helps to activate the FXR and the TGR5 um, receptor sites that help to modulate. And these are right in the enterocytes, the intestinal cells, and that helps to modulate our blood sugar metabolism. So helps keep blood sugar under control, insulin release under control. So when we have poor bile flow, we're more likely to develop high blood sugar, diabetes, insulin resistance, issues like that. And then of course helps sweep these water-soluble toxins out of our system as well. And big issue is a lot of people end up getting calcifications. They'll have very sluggish bile flow and they'll end up getting calcifications and, and bile stones that will end up in these ducts that you can see in the image there. Now, a couple things that really help with this, help to dilate the bile ducts and help to reduce the stagnicity of the bile, help to thin the bile so it can flow well. One is apple cider vinegar, huge fan of using this. Great idea to put this on your food, drink it before your meals so you can actually put some in water and drink it, mix with soups and stews, and you can use it as a morning primer as well. So just put it in some water and drink it. I do that in the morning pretty much every day. Very good, the malic acid that's in there is very good for dilating the bile ducts, 
Um, apple cider vinegar, also when you put it on food, it helps to pre-digest the food. So the acids in there help to stimulate your own digestive juices. So your stomach acid, your bile, your pancreatic enzyme release. But then also when you put it on the food, because it's acidic, it's actually helping to break down uh, the protein, the carbohydrates, things like that, get the digestive process started before you even put it in your body. So really good idea. Now, what I don't recommend is um, drinking this straight. You want to really dilute it. If you do drink it straight, it's going to be very harsh on your esophagus and that's not healthy. Uh, for some people, you might gargle with it. You know, if you have a sore throat in order to help sterilize and kill off bacteria that might be damaging your throat. However, in general, uh, on a day-to-day -day basis, you want to make sure you're diluting this pretty well. Um, you know, I would say at least four ounces of water per tablespoon of apple cider vinegar. So that would say that would probably be the minimum four ounces of water per tablespoon of apple cider vinegar. Um, you know, it's usually a good ratio. You may need it a little bit more. If you don't feel good with that, then uh, try eight ounces of water with a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar. Try four ounces with a teaspoon, you know, so just try changing the dosage to find what you think works best. But using apple cider vinegar on a regular basis, really, really helpful for good bile flow. That malic acid, again, dilates those bile ducts, helps thin the bile. So really, really good. And that's one of the reasons why people get such great results. A lot of people use apple cider vinegar and they notice that their blood pressure goes down, that their blood sugar improves. And you know, one of the big reasons, and their digestive problems go away, one of the big reasons is because it helps stimulate that good bile flow. So, so important for that. Now, artichokes. You know, I always say bitter is good for your liver. And so bitter foods tend to be very, very healthy and healing for your liver. And artichokes have something called cinnarin, which helps to improve your bile production. And on top of that, it really, it's really good for um, thinning out the bile and helps stimulate and thin out the bile. Uh, also good source of vitamin C, some different nutrients as you can see there. So artichokes, huge fan of that, good prebiotic for the gut microbiome as well. So definitely be using artichokes to help stimulate good bioflow. Lemon water, very similar benefits to apple cider vinegar like I was talking about. Very good for stimulating bile, thinning out the bile. Um, also antioxidants in there like vitamin C, potassium, bioflavonoids, which are very, very good for blood flow, helping improve blood flow and oxygen, oxygen delivery to cells. And so really good stuff. So lemon water, you know, just put a little lemon in your water, put lemon on your food. You know, you can use it pretty much the same ways that I talked about using apple cider vinegar. It'll work really well for you. And you can also use lime, so lemon and lime. Hey, I just want to take a quick moment and tell you about my new book, The Fasting Transformation. I am so excited about this book. It is a functional guide to help you burn fat, heal your body, and transform your life with intermittent and extended fasting. Fasting is the most ancient form of natural medicine. And in this book, I take you on a journey to help you understand how fasting improves your blood sugar and your insulin sensitivity, how it shuts down inflammation in your body, optimizes your hormones, turns on fat burning, and helps activate stem cells and deep cellular healing. Guys, you're gonna learn so much from this book. You can check it out, The Fasting Transformation on Amazon or on our webpage, drjockers.net 
forward slash fasting transformation. So check that out now. You guys are going to love the book. And if you have a chance, leave a review on Amazon. Thanks so much. Now, how about some other good ones like parsley, celery, and cucumbers? All very, very good for stimulating bile flow. Again, bitter is good for your liver. So cucumbers and celery, not exactly bitter, but you know they're very water-rich and very mineral-rich. A lot of silica in there, um, so a lot of good stuff. Sodium, really good for kidneys, really good for liver function. Parsley is very bitter. Um, has a, I like I really enjoy the flavor of parsley, but it has it's ten, tends to be more of a bitter flavor, and so um, very very good for the liver again. So utilizing those things. Mint leaves. Mint is another good one. You can just chew on some mint leaves. And that's a great thing you can be doing before a meal, after a meal to really get your digestive system functioning well. So these bitter herbs are in this class called carminative herbs, which help to reduce gas, reduce bloating, helping improve digestive juice production. So they're all very, very good. Radishes, one of my favorite foods, I eat them on a regular basis, full of sulfur compounds that are very good for phase two liver detox. We talked about that, um, how sulfur, sulfation is one of the key systems there. Very good for kidneys as well. And, um, you know, also rich in vitamin C, has some zinc in there. And again, they're bitter. So that bitter, good for the liver, right? Health benefits of cilantro, another bitter herb. Cilantro actually can help to chelate heavy metals. But on top of that, very, very good for stimulating digestive juices, actually very good for neurotransmitter production, helps reduce anxiety, helps, uh, it's an antimicrobial, right? So it helps kill off bad bacteria and yeast and things like that. So a lot of good benefits here to cilantro and using that. Milk thistle. So milk thistle is a little harder to find for, uh, for culinary use for putting in food, whereas you can find cilantro. We have a lot of recipes for cilantro. Radishes are easy to find, artichokes. Those things are all pretty easy to find, parsley, but milk thistle for food is not easy to find, but it's one of the most powerful things. The silymarin and that's in there, extremely powerful for helping regenerate liver cells. So love using this as a supplement, milk thistle. Also very good for the kidneys, very good for gut health. Uh, so for our helping regenerate our intestinal lining and again, stimulates bile flow, which is the theme of this presentation. Dandelion greens, dandelion, another really good one. Um, you certainly can find this in health food stores. You can also oftentimes find it in your yard, right? If you're not spraying your yard with pesticides, you'll oftentimes find dandelions and dandelion greens. So good, very, very bitter, very good for liver, uh, gallbladder, bile function. You know, and a lot of people may be listening to this that don't have a gallbladder. It's even more important if you don't have a gallbladder to utilize these herbs because you need to really optimize your bile flow since you don't have an extra storage component for it. So you're at a disadvantage. So it's even more important that you're utilizing these herbs and strategies. Uh, turmeric, another great one. So most of us are familiar with this, rich in curcumin or curcuminoids, the powerful antioxidant and a great one for helping stimulate bile flow, helping reduce inflammation in our body. You know, a lot of these herbs that we're, we're they're told, you know, we're told they help reduce your cholesterol levels. Well, bile, getting 
good bile flow is actually how you keep your cholesterol under control because bile is cholesterol. So cholesterol is what makes up bile. And, um, you know, if you're not getting good bile flow, you won't, you'll end up recirculating a lot of the cholesterol compounds and you may have altered cholesterol issues. So a lot of times I'll put people on a lot of these herbs when they have issues with their cholesterol levels and we see huge changes with it. So um, bile, good bile flow and good prebiotics, prebiotic fibers, which we find in these sorts of foods can make a world of difference there. So really good stuff. Ginger, ginger's great for stomach acid production, really good for um, bile flow, digestive juices in general. So are all of our digestive enzymes. Also really powerful antimicrobial as well as anti-inflammatory. So reduces inflammation in our system as well. So we wanna be using ginger, sauerkraut, or really any sort of fermented vegetable, very good stuff. So when we look at something like sauerkraut or you know apple cider vinegar, these things are rich in organic acids. And those acids naturally stimulate stomach acid, naturally stimulate bile flow and, dige and uh, digestive enzyme production. So we want things that are gonna help stimulate that. And that's uh, you know a big element of what this is. And so really, really helps. Also green tea, so drinking green tea. Coffee actually is good for bile flow as well. Some people do react poorly to coffee, but it can be very helpful for stimulating bile flow as well as green tea. So all these great herbs, really good part of a strategy. And then, you know, if you're still dealing with issues, definitely utilizing some key supplements like our kidney and liver detox right here has got some of these herbs like parsley and um, it's got milk thistle as well as some other ones that are lesser known, but very powerful. And this also has fulvic and humic acids to help really support deep detoxification, cellular detoxification, help reset the kidney and the liver. And so we love using this product. We also have a product called BioFlow Support that has actual bile salts. And the bile salts connect with the cholesterol. And so that helps thin out the bile. So when we have sluggish bile, the reason why people have sluggish bile is that they're, they don't have enough bile salts. So they have too much cholesterol that's built, that's backed up in the bile, but they don't have the other component, which is the salt, which helps to thin the bile. And so this actually has those amino acids, choline uh, and um, taurine that help make up the, the, uh, the bile salts. And so very important for bile flow. It also has dandelion in there, um, a couple other herbs that are very powerful for helping stimulate bile flow. And then we've got activated charcoal. And charcoal can really help to bind to the bile and help pull it out of our system. In fact, I actually have a protocol for helping get rid of bile sludge. And with the protocol, what we're doing is we're using the bile flow support. We're taking two capsules at the end of every meal. We take two capsules of this activated charcoal about an hour before each meal, right? So we take this to get it in the gut. So it's sitting there in the gut waiting. And then as we start to release bile, it's there to help trap the bile and pull it out of our system. So we're able to get rid of any sort of sludge um, or sluggish bile so it's not recirculated in our system. And charcoal is really, really helpful for that. One of the best ways that it helps detoxify our body. So using charcoal, roughly 30 minutes to an hour before your meal, will help grab up some bad 
sluggish bile that may be slowing down your ability to digest fat and uh, causing more unwanted problems in your body. You want to get that bile flowing really, really smoothly and well. And, and so all the strategies, these herbs that I talked about, supplements, all very, very helpful for that. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this training. Really, really important topic. Hopefully everybody is doing great. And uh, my team and I, we're happy to help you guys in any way we can. Be blessed, everybody. Well, that's all for this show. And I want to thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today. And if there was something you heard in this interview that you have questions on or you want to dive into deeper, then drjockers.com is the best place to go. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider taking just a quick moment and giving us a great review. Your reviews help us influence more people and transform more lives. And if you took something valuable away from this episode, then please share it with someone in your life you know it can help. We'll see you soon on a future podcast. Be blessed, everybody.